Can't get enough of Cthulhu and Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to a special edition Cthulhu in Cairo episode brought to you by the Bardic College. You might recognize me as Faye Dawson, the intrepid explorer who just always seems to get herself in all sorts of trouble. In tonight's episode, you'll hear me, and only me, battling for my life to escape my latest predicament. Will I escape? Well, stay tuned to find out. Due to some technical difficulties while recording, we lost a few minutes of footage in the beginning of this episode, so let me catch you up to speed. We open up in a graveyard in Berlin. Faye has just been dumped out of the vehicle, her legs and arms bound by rope. One of her captors who's left her out drops money by her foot before driving away. As Faye attempts to get her bearings, she manages to set her legs free. However, her small victory is short-lived as she looks up to realize she is being watched by a grotesque figure, who she recalls her captives referring to as Heinrich. This creature looks rotting and disfigured, almost like he was freshly dug up from a grave. But he's moving, lumbering towards her, and oddly enough, he's speaking to her in German. And this is where we'll begin our adventure. Start off with of bad reaction to um, his appearance. Okay. You know, I've seen... I mean, I've uncovered mummies. I've seen some pretty repulsive-looking things, so I'm able to steal myself. And it just kind of holds out a hand, sort of, like, say, like, don't come closer. Well, your hands are bound. But Oh, that's right. Um, Faye just tries to, like, lean up against something and just sort of stand, like, as tall as she can, make herself, like, as as large as she can while sitting down. Neither! Um, Neither! It doesn't appear like it's happy you're moving. It it starts to look, get up like almost ferally like an animal as if it thinks you're challenging it. And I stop moving. Okay. And I just try to... It starts to reach for you. Now that you're not moving, its hands are slowly coming and they're shaking and it's reaching for your face. This thing. And... I don't want to call it a zombie. You're not, I mean, I, you, at this moment, you're not thinking zombie what it is, but to the people that, that are listening to the podcast, it's probably the closest thing in visual you can imagine would be a zombie, but this does, it feels different. It doesn't, it can speak, first of all. It's sentient, it appears. It has a language, but it's definitely looking to, and it's not striking out at you with its hand, it's just slowly creeping in. Okay. Uh, make me a, I know that you're prepared. Make me a sanity check anyway, because dealing with cadavers that don't talk and ones that do talk. Yeah. It's a little jarring. Yeah. It. Okay. Um, so for right now, you're okay. This is definitely getting uncomfortable, but he, unless you jump, move, or roll, he's going to put his hands on you. Are you allowing that, or are you going to make any type of violent reaction to get away? Right now, I'm thinking that for me to try to get its trust, maybe okay. it won't kill me. Since it's reaching out for me, I feel like it's curious about me. Can I make an appearance check to see if maybe I just like my looks, like just the way that I look, because I don't know how many, you know, live women it sees in a, a cemetery. I'm thinking maybe like I can just kind of take it back. Okay. Go ahead and, and make an appearance check. That I'm not that pretty. 
Okay, so it didn't accept that. So he he finally puts his hand to you, and it is cold. It it, it is rough, and part of the fingers, the bone is starting to press and and push or crack through the skin. There's a lot of dirt matted into the fingers. And as he touches your face, he looks deep into your eyes, and his left hand starts to come up. And in it is a real sharp stone. And he says, Bleib still. Bleib still. And the rock is pulling back. Aja says as calmly as she can, she doesn't want to startle the animal or the creature or whatever. Um, she just goes, please don't hurt me. I'm like shaking my head as lightly as I can with his hand. I okay. go, don't hurt me. You don't have to hurt me. Give me an intel roll to see if um, you've heard German spoke in the last 24 hours around the city. You might have picked up a simple word or two. So instead of going for the German, whether or not uh, this word is so simple, I'm just going to let you do it off of intel and not like a German skill. Tell me what your intel roll comes up as. Take it, but I'm going to spend okay. the luck to you spend a couple of luck. Okay, so you go ahead and you spend the luck, and you remember that the German word for no is nine. So you can't, you know, you're doing this as calmly as possible as this stone is being pulled back. And if you wish to use the word no, you could say, you know, you could actually say nine, like or nine, you know, as how give me how Faye would have tried to, you know, get the point across. So Faye would make it where. Her past, she's exper- She's had experiences where she's met with people who she doesn't speak the language, and she's had run-ins, and she just knows to keep as calm as you can so that you don't appear as a threat. Okay. So I just, I just am shaking my head like very slightly. Okay. So that works. That's fine. Um, you give off the word nine, and uh, he kind of stops for a moment and rolls off. You know this sentence or two. I tot es, and from off to the right again. One from where he came, and then over to the other side. You hear in a much gro- more gravelly, cracked voice. Um, several reply totes, totes. And you start to see movement at the periphery. Other things seem to be coming. You don't have a lot of time here. Going for your legs was an option to escape. But right now, you can't communicate by drawing even simple symbols. So you're going to have to figure out how to give him or get yourself the time to let your hands be able to function. Because you're going to need something to, you know, get a point across. So in digs and stuff, like you were saying with, you know, people that don't speak the same language, even children, you know, they can make little hand gestures, food, water, you know, cold. You can't do that right now. So which, how do you want to go about trying to free your hands? Or is this another time to run situation? What I can do is... I can either try to gesture to him or his rock, but I don't think he'll give it to me. I don't speak the language, and I can't think of a way to give it. Or my other option is use my legs, and then I make a run for it. Okay. 
uh, you can try that if you want. I'm very nervous too. Well, yeah, you're you're sort of in a a tough situation here. So you're that's where you are, and these other things that are in a far worse state uh, um, than he is. Um, one doesn't appear to have eyes at all. Uh, now that some light has hit it, its mouth is cracked. There's just caked dirt all over it. What's left of its clothing, part of its chest is exposed, but it can speak. It can talk. And it's, it keeps repeating that phrase, tota is, as, as they're coming, like he did. Bipedal doesn't seem as comfortable that... They they want to move on all fours. They want to come in that way. Why you you you're just you know, go ahead and make a sanity roll at this point. Um, another one. You're just seeing way too many. This now there's three of them coming. Okay. Um, I made it. Okay. So you're just gonna lose two points at this issue. Uh, you're staying very calm considering the situation, but <laughs> Fay feels at this point this is a do or die. Like at this moment, if. She can't work out how to get the hell out of here. Her means of escape are going to become, like, impossible. Because as you're looking around, there's just nothing that you can make out except graves. You're deep inside whatever cemetery this is. Oh, exit isn't a spy. Uh, you drove for at least four or five minutes to where they dropped you off. And this this appears to be... You know, uh, as you can see by the image, there's graves ev- just everywhere. So it, it, it's a very crowded place. I mean, I can't think of any other option than to... So you're going to try to kick him? You're going to fall back and kick and then attempt a run and hopefully find a way to cut your bindings? Because at this point, he's moments from hitting you with that rock. You could barrel into him since you're already on your knees and, you know, try to jar him. You can... Yeah, this is this is the moment to make that call. If I wanted to headbutt him, yep. Would what would that be? That be uh, probably a that'd be a dex check just to make sure that you know the contact was made, and then we'll do it as unarmed combat and take it from there. Really, on how much damage you're able to do. Then I'm going to headbutt you him. Snap your head forward. Okay, this you're going to startle him anyway. So go ahead and give me a dex check. It. Okay, how just a regular success or just a regular success? Okay, yeah. so you hit him. I was going to give you bonuses for every level, a hard or critical. So just do your standard damage for an unarmed melee attack, whatever you are with uh, probably a D3 or yeah, plus. it's a D3. So I'll do half a D6. So what'd you do? Being as I need to just get up and go, okay, I reeled my head back and I just headbutt him as okay. hard as I can. All right. And then I jump up. And how much and damage I- did you do, Mel? Uh, only two. Two? Well, that's half point. I mean, that's halfway for one and three. So, so yeah, you, you catch him more off guard than anything else. We're going to go to initiatives at this point. So what's your initiative level? Because these aren't the most dexterous creatures. Um, so my dex is 85. Oh, so you're incredibly dexterous. Okay. So you get that snap off. He stumbles back, and it almost seems like he's in shock. Vi, Vi. Like, he's just, and looking at you, and you get up on your, you know, on your legs, and you start booking. 
So in the current position that you see the cemetery here on the map, um, and for those at home, there's probably about half a dozen uh, closed graves, some trees that she can make out, one grave that has a headstone but is empty, and another th that looks like they're digging the foundation of a mausoleum off to her uh, to the west. Which way are you heading, uh, Faye? Do you want to go north being, you know, at the top of the screen that you see, east, west, or uh, or south? Can I make an intel roll to try to remember what direction I came from? Yeah, disoriented in a car trunk with no visual. I'm not sure that... Go ahead and make an intel roll. It's going to have to be a natural critical success. Because you're asking for... You had no vision to orient from. And there's several entrances to the cemetery. So to try to figure out which one it was without it being daylight, where you might have had a hill or two to go off of from the incline of the car. Yeah, it's it's almost impossible. But go ahead and make the roll. Okay, I was thinking more like when they drove away. When they drove away. Okay, like so... When I saw them, like, drive away. Oh, like, what all right, direction yeah. They, drove um, they followed the lee of the road, which would have been off to the east, but that's in between two of the approaching figures. You're quick. You can attempt that, but you'd also have to hurdle over the the open grave here or literally directly between the two of them. No, um, I'm thinking, uh, what would that be? Would that be a dex check to try to go between them? It, you're going to be able to, to skirt them. Yeah, uh, it won't even be a dex check. You'll, you'll be able to run, but once you're running, even with night vision, you know, you're, you're counting on the ground to be fairly level. You're being you're going to be pursued. It's going to be a chase situation. But I'll I'll give you because of the the nature of the the shock that you fought back the way you did. The thing that they referred to and you believe is Heinrich. Uh, he f falls back. You get up and you start running. If you're definitely interested in going the way of the, that you think the car went, you're going to have to go east. That's the way I'm going. Okay. Yeah. You you take off uh, as good of a run as you can. Your legs are fine now, but your hands are behind you. You have no defense. And uh, as you passed the other two, and they were screaming out this totes, or uh, these words, now it becomes a feral scream. Uh, the one that you just skirted to the south looks very old and appears to be wearing some sort of an old German uniform from what you would think is World War One, has that look to it. And he's just... <laughs> like, it's, it's just blood-curdling, anger, hate, and the thing that was Heinrich or is referred to as Heinrich also lets out a scream. And it just makes your blood run cold because never in your time have you felt the hate of something that's so feral. This isn't a tiger stalking its prey. This is pure agitation and grim hate just wanting to knock onto you and and just kill you. Like it's it's on. So the three things begin to fall in and you can hear the as they're ah, 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 
as they're running behind you. You get to the you get to a piece of paved road that was obviously done for people visiting, you know, and bringing in people coming to the cemetery for their final rest. The road is partially paved here, but uh, and and it goes into a pattern. And if do you want to follow the road, keep going east, try to reconnect to the road further in. What's your thought process? The road is level, so running there would probably be an advantage. But there's nowhere to hide on the road. If you're running, you're going to be quite visible because the headstones are set off onto the grass. They weave this paved piece, you know, pretty much through. They're not you're not going to be blocked or where you can duck down and maybe hide. So you're giving up hiding for a little bit better speed and a chance to run on mostly level ground. I'm going to stick to the road because okay. I just think that. It'll be better. I can't hide, but I think it'll be harder for me to turn an ankle on a road than it would be. Yeah, no, it's probably a safer graveyard. running situation. So you j just bush booking it as hard as you can. Oh, yeah, so, I am looking back. I am just running. Yep. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to do a, a what's a diminishing constitution uh, through the chase. So whatever your constitution is, uh, we're going to start with that number right now. They're going to try to hurt you, to push you, to get around you until you can't fight. So the dice rolls, the way we're going to do this is every 30 seconds of the chase, we're going to subtract five from your constitution and you're going to roll again. If you fail the roll before you reach the exit, they're on you and... Your hands are tied, and with three of them, you're going to get taken down. So we've come to a point, unfortunately, where it's going to be throw of the dice, throw of the dice, and we're going to try to do it the best we can, but you're in open view. They know where you are. They, they're they just moving as quick as they can, and there's one or two more you know, that you didn't even know about, so we're going to start. So what is... Your current constitution. 70? That's actually really good. Alrighty. So you and start... Then, What's that? Oh, quick. Can I use luck on these? Yeah, I'll allow you to burn luck for for a bit on this because there's going to be quite a few rolls um, to get out. So go ahead and take your first shot. The only time you can't use luck, according to 7th uh, edition rules, is a complete botch. So if you roll a 96 to a double zero... Game over. They got you. There's nothing we can do about that. So go ahead and make your first roll. It's a hard success. Okay. So your first roll, you're you're running, and it sounds for a moment like the voices are p pulling away, or or you've gained some distance, and you're you know you're shaking us back. You Actually, that was a critical success. I'm sorry, I critical? can't read. Okay, <laughs> so you make your first one as a critical success. That's fine. You definitely gain a little bit of a foothold on them. You feel like you've you've come to you know where you're 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 outpacing them temporarily, so you think. But there's howling to your left, and it, it sounds like there's more of them than you originally thought. They're whooping, they're hollering, and they're on your left. Go ahead and make your next roll. I'm spending the 14 luck. 
you need f- you rolled an 84 or now remember you're down to a 65 for this roll so what did you miss it by Gene, right i don't know i can't see your rolls oh i'm sorry um i rolled a 79 oh so you're okay so 14 luck you spend okay next roll you're gonna have a 60 you come into the cemetery all of a sudden there is a y you don't know which way the car took one bends north and west one goes north and east take your pick they are off to your left what you hear is them making a lot of noise to the left which would be to the west going to the right right you're gonna follow east because they're making a lot of noise to the west they are making more noise to the west. You want to go to the east. Okay. Do you have anything in specialty science, zoology? If not, make an intel roll. And we're looking for a hard success. No, it's only a regular success. Okay. So you you look, 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 and you start booking again, and you take off. So good thing for you right now is that you've already made two real important rolls and you've been running for a minute at hard running and you are still up and about and and moving. Go ahead and make your next one. So we're looking for a 60. Eat it. Okay. Suddenly something leaps out at you out of nowhere. And but it doesn't it didn't look like he was trying to tackle you. He leaps out and <laughs> And it's off to your right. The road west is still somewhat visible. There is howling. Do you want to adjust west or stay east? And I'm not trying to... I'm asking. You may be on the right road. I'm going to stay on the road that I'm on now. Stay on the road that you're on. Okay. Go ahead and make me another roll. You're looking for a 55. If you get another big success, let me know. I made it just barely. Barely? All right. So you're running, 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 and you, you kind of give a look off to the right, which would still be further east, and this woad is winding between. There's huge mausoleums, and sitting on top of the one mausoleum, there's something looking down at you as you run by, and it goes, rah, rah, rah. it's screaming, and you hear the yelling from the west go dead silent. They all go quiet. 50. What do we look what do we get? Just spend 10. Okay. So you made the success regular and you're at a 50 now for con. Next rolls of 45. You think you see lights off in the distance. Um very faint. Uh, if you had to estimate, it's probably about how far you've run, maybe a little closer, but the road now is hard east. It's no longer going north and east. It's it's veered even more to the right. And you are... You're running, running, running. Go ahead. Almost out. 45 this time. Made it. Hard? Regular. Just regular. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you keep... You're running. You're, you're on the road. Your breath is catching in your chest. You're getting exhausted. Things are, you know, adding up. Your heart is beating harder than it's ever had in your chest. You can feel your pulse in your ears. You're trying to actually draw air more than your lungs could even take in. You're almost choking on it. Your hands are still behind your back. You stumble briefly, but you catch yourself. 
you look around and you think you can see a fence or some sort of block um, blocking item in the distance. Uh, it's getting closer and you smell that smell. That same smell you smelled before. And you know somehow Heinrich or one of them is very close. So you just keep pumping your legs. Go ahead and roll again. I have to make for this one 45. 40. 30. <gasps> What'd you get? I got a 99. Okay. Exhausted, tired. The fence is coming into view. You can see it. You're, you're literally coming between a bunch of headstones. Uh, there's a large shack that's put together off in the distance. Probably a shed for the grave diggers. And suddenly you feel your legs pound out from underneath you. You hit hard. You take two points of damage. You don't hit your head, but you hit your shoulder. You're, you're, you just go into a log roll. Instinctively, you're like a, an alligator just churning in the water, trying to get on. And then suddenly hands grab onto your clothes and are yanking. Another one grabs at your pants. They're pulling you back. And you feel yourself being dragged back as fists start pummeling onto your body. You definitely feel like your ribs are starting. You can't get enough breath. You can't even draw enough air to scream. But you can see the fence over at just a a little bit away. If you could just... Hands are now on your face. Mud is getting into your mouth. There's at least three... There's one laughing as he comes running in and tackles on top of you. More pounding. You're just trying to cover up. I'll make you a deal. What is your current luck after spending all that? Let me do some math because I just wrote everything down. Yeah. Uh, 40. 40? I'll make you a deal if you burn 15 luck permanently off the number. So luck eventually in between chapters will go back. Your starting luck was probably 60, 65, whatever it was. If you take Uh, 15 off that number, so your luck will never build that high again, and you permanently remove five sanity, I'll let something happen. Is it going to be a good something or? (laughs) Well, it can't be any bad than what's about to happen. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So permanently remove the five sanity, take the 15 luck off the top of the number and from the, the 40 that's left. So right now you're at a 25 luck, but you'll be able to rebuild with rest and time. Hmm. Um, the sanity will never come back. This is the most horrifying thing you've ever seen, ever felt. All of a sudden, this brutish big, and you rec- you just recognize as your eyes, you know, closing up from the hits, uh, you recognize what's Heinrich. And he slams that sharpened rock into the one that's got his hands all over your face and your clothes. Your blouse is ripped. Um, you are not in a position where you feel any dignity. You just want to live. And he slams the rock into the one. And it rolls off. And he punches at another one. And he keeps he just keeps shouting this word over and over again. Bugvek! Bugvek! And he's hitting and they're and they're like nine nine and they're scratching and all of a sudden they lay on him and start going after him 
you are beaten, broken. You've taken an additional nine points of physical damage. Um, one of your ribs feels like it's either broken or it's been just something's happened to it. Uh, you barely have breath, but you get up to your feet and you start stumbling towards the exit and you make it to the gate and headlights see you with the ripped blouse, the pants halfway coming down shredded. You know, you look like someone who's been assaulted not just attacked in this type of manner. And the brakes go on, and a gentleman jumps out of the thing, and it's a cab, and he whisks you away, and he can hear the screaming as Heinrich is fighting for his life. Now, why he intervened, hunger, anger, he felt it was his right to take you down, whatever it was, this feral instinct kicked in so hard for them that they ended up smashing each other to bits the guy jumps you into the back of the cab slams the doors takes off and he just keeps speaking in german and you're you're trying to make out what he says and he's saying let me tell you bist du ordnung bist du ordnung and you don't you're having you know you're half dazed uh but then you hear this word Krakenhaus. Krakenhaus? Yeah, Krakenhaus. I very quickly, um, I remember the hotel name. Um, Aldon. I say, I go, Hotel Aldon. I mean, word for please. Hotel Aldon. Okay. He's driving, uh, he's driving quickly. And in about eight to ten minutes, your right eye is swollen shut. Um, you've, you're tasting blood from your own face and your lips you're like I said you you've got bruises on bruises that have just that are just darkening he throws the brakes on jumps out of the cab and throws the door open and as he takes you out consciousness you're like what's happening you see a big green cross over the top of this building uh and it it's pretty lit up like it's backlit uh, so it can be seen all around and there's busy, you know, the road's pretty busy. You can hear cars pulling around and he drags you in, you know, you're like, Aldon, Hotel Aldon. And as he brings you in, he's brought you to the emergency room of a hospital. And that is where we will leave Faye. So thank you for joining us, everybody. This was a special episode of The Call of Cthulhu in Cairo, or Cthulhu in Cairo, which I don't know why I'm saying Call of Cthulhu. Uh, Cthulhu in Cairo. I want to thank Melinda for uh, playing Faye this evening with this. She'll be listening in, I'm assuming, to the rest of the group and what they're going to try to do to track Faye down. But uh, she survived. cost her a lot, but that's okay. She's still here with us. I'm still here, baby. Still here, baby. So uh, we'll be in. We'll be out again real soon. And uh, like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff we talk about in the beginning. We'd really appreciate it. Until next time, we'll uh, see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.